drags the tackler into the end zone. He catches it in stride and scores. This is This Week in the Mountain West. He walks into the end zone. Touchdown, Mountain West Conference champions. Hi, this is Craig Thompson, Commissioner of the Mountain West, and you are listening to This Week in the Mountain West. On the Mountain West Radio Network. Welcome into the Week 7 edition of This Week in the Mountain West. I'm your host, Matt Neverett. This week on the program, we'll be joined by Colorado State head coach Steve Adazio to recap the Rams' upstart victory over the defending conference champion San Jose State. And Boise State play-by-play broadcaster Bob Beeler stops by to highlight his thoughts on the Broncos' hard-fought win over number 10 BYU in Provo, Utah in Week 6. After a 31-7 win against New Mexico last week, the 5-0 San Diego State Aztecs advanced one spot in the AP Top 25 poll up to number 24. Brady Hoke's squad is the only non-autonomous five team with multiple wins over autonomous five opponents this season, and the Aztecs are one of just 13 undefeated FBS programs nationally. San Diego State's ranking continues a streak of six straight seasons in which the Mountain West has had multiple teams ranked for multiple weeks. The weekly awards around the Mountain West Conference were announced on Monday morning and featured a mix of previous award winners and a pair of first-time recipients of the honors. The Offensive Player of the Week was given to Nevada quarterback Carson Strong, the third time the signal caller has earned the award in his career, after helping lead the Wolfpack to a 55-28 victory over New Mexico State, throwing for 377 yards and six touchdowns. His six touchdowns are tied for the second most in program history and fourth most in a single game by a Mountain West quarterback and the most since September of 2018. Defensive Player of the Week award honors were given to Vince Sanford of Air Force. He helped lead the Falcons to a 24-14 victory over previously undefeated Wyoming, improving the Falcons' record of 5-1. Sanford, in his first time earning the award, recorded six tackles, including one-and-a-half tackles for a loss and a sack, including two forced fumbles and one fumble recovery. He also ended the Cowboys' bid at a comeback with a 20-yard sack and a forced fumble with just a minute 27 seconds remaining in the contest. Caden Camper of Colorado State earned his second Special Teams Player of the Week award by setting a Colorado State record and tying a Mountain West single game record after making all six field goal attempts and a win over San Jose State. The career-long 53-yarder as well as the longest by the Mountain West place kicker since December of 2019 and the 20 points scored in a single game are the most by a kicker nationally this season. And finally, Freshman of the Week award honors were given to Ka'anohi Kaniho of Boise State. The freshman out of Hawaii helped lead the Broncos to a nine-point victory on the road against nationally ranked BYU. Kaniho tallied five tackles, including two on third down and an interception in the game. The interception ended BYU's final drive and sealed the win for Boise State. We'll go over all the action from last weekend when we return. It's the Week 7 edition of This Week in the Mountain West, and you have it right here on the Mountain West Radio Network. This is Troy Calhoun, head football coach of the United States Air Force Academy. We'll be back with more of This Week in the Mountain West right after this timeout. With 12 institutions nestled in the nation's most desirable destinations, you'll see us enjoying life at the peak of celebration. As you witness us not only win, but win the right way, you'll find us competing at the peak of integrity. As our more than 5,000 student-athletes take the field of play with unequaled passion, you'll find us performing at the peak of competition. The Mountain West is at the peak. The next big play is just a click away on the Mountain West Network. 
Join me, Jesse Kurtz, for the latest insight, analysis, and live game action you won't find anywhere else. Catch over 1,500 events for free in HD on the only network that lets you watch any team, anytime, on any device. Go to the MW.com today and get your game on with the Mountain West Network. With unrivaled landscapes that provide a quality of life unlike any in the country, you'll find us immersed at the peak of nature's splendor through a gateway of opportunity which leads to academic and personal growth that is beyond compare. Our students learn at the peak of achievement. And as our more than 5,000 student-athletes take the field of play with unequaled passion, you'll find us performing at the peak of competition. The Mountain West is at the peak. In the Mountain West, sportsmanship meets winning with honor, but don't take our word for it. Sportsmanship is more than what goes on on the field. Good sportsmanship means being loud, but being courteous. Sportsmanship is enjoying the game and being respectful of other team's fans. And that goes for all officials, coaches, players, and mascots. Sportsmanship is making your parents and your coaches proud. It takes all of us working together to make a good game great. Sportsmanship, that's what it's all about. The Mountain West, champions in life. This is Blake Anderson, head football coach of the Utah State Aggies. Welcome back to This Week in the Mountain West. Welcome back to This Week in the Mountain West. Let's take a look at a quick recap from week six around the conference. Colorado State was able to hold on for a stifling defensive victory in a 32-14 win over San Jose State in Fort Collins with Caden Camper's six field goals supplementing an offense led by signal caller Todd Centeo. Right, that sets up third and long here for the Rams. Shotgun snap to Centeo, steps up, throws deep near sideline, looking for McCullough. He makes the catch at the 25. There he goes, bound for glory. Touchdown! Fire the cannon, a bomb of 60 yards, and it's a 22-7 lead. That's Brian Roth from Learfield on the call for Colorado State. The Nevada Wolf Pack scored in every quarter of a 55-28 blowout win over New Mexico State at home to improve their record of 4-1 on the 2021 season. Nevada quarterback Carson Strong threw for a career-high six touchdown passes in the win, including four in the second quarter as Nevada cruised to the big-time victory. So that'll get the Wolf Pack into the red zone. Tap in the receiving game. Audio courtesy of CBS Sports. In their first game as a ranked team in two seasons, the number 25 ranked San Diego State Aztecs defeated the New Mexico Lobos by a 31-7 score in San Diego in Week 6, featuring 111 yards and a touchdown on the ground for running back Greg Bell, and quarterback Jordan Brookshire added two rushing touchdowns on the ground. Once again, Kagan... Will he get the play fake coming near side? Brookshire, he's gone. He's gone. Touchdown, Aztecs. Great fake to Kagan Williams. They tackled Kagan. The linebacker thought Williams had it with a marvelous fake handoff there by Jordan Brookshire, who scores his second touchdown of the day. That was Ted Leitner from Extra 1360 in San Diego. The Air Force Falcons were able to hand the Wyoming Cowboys their first loss of the year in a 24-14 victory from the academy in a game featuring 140 yards on 33 carries on the ground from Brad Roberts, a throwing touchdown from Hazeek Daniels, and some stout defensive play from the Falcons' defensive unit. Three receivers right, two to the left, five in the pattern. Chambers under duress, in trouble. 
tries to get away, fumbles the football, it's loose, picked up by Sanford, Air Force football at the 48-yard line of Wyoming. Jim Arthur on the call on the Air Force Sports Network from Learfield. And finally, facing off against the number 10-ranked BYU Cougars, the Boise State Broncos forced four turnovers and defeated BYU by a 26-17 score in Provo. Here's a baby Leakio again on the cutback and into the end zone for the touchdown. Right on cue at the big run. Audio courtesy of CBS Sports. Colorado State head coach Steve Adazio jumps on after these words from your local station. This is Brent Brennan, head coach of the San Jose State Spartans. We'll be back with more of This Week in the Mountain West right after this timeout. This is Brady Hoke, head coach of the San Diego State Aztecs. Welcome back to This Week in the Mountain West. Next up on This Week in the Mountain West is Colorado State head coach Steve Adazio, who is fresh off a wire-to-wire 32-14 victory over the defending Mountain West champions in San Jose State, including a Mountain West Special Teams Player of the Week award for kicker Caden Camper, who made six field goals in the victory. Coach Adazio joins us now, and Coach will start with the hardware. Caden Camper set a school record and tied a conference record with his six makes from the field in the win, his longest boot coming from 53 yards out. What does having the confidence in a kicker like Camper mean in terms of your game planning, and what was it like to watch his leg in action this week? Yeah, I think Caden did a fabulous job. and He's been growing and developing since the beginning. We had a little bit of a rough start, but he hung in there. We all hung in there, worked at it, kind of like our team. We're, you know, we're evolving, and uh, he's uh, gaining a lot of confidence. I think for us, you know, I think it just gives you the ability to know that when you get into that red zone, you got a really great opportunity to get points, which is a part of our plan to win. You know, when you get in the red zone, it's devastating when you don't get points. So he's a big weapon. And, Coach, you brought up the points. Your side jumped out nice and early in the 32-14 to victory over San Jose State, leading 13 to nothing at one point in the second quarter. What were some of the biggest contributing factors in the fast start, both on the offensive and the defensive sides of the ball? I just think that we had, we've had some really great preparation over the last few weeks. I thought with the bye week, we had an extra uh, week of preparation. And I thought that that showed we were sharp, we were consistent, and uh, both sides of the ball and special teams. And, you know, this is what it's all about, learning in our program and in a young development of our program right now that, you know, how, how much the preparation matters. The detail of the preparation matters. And so we got to continue to strain and find that same level of uh, – attention to detail, you know, even in a short week like we're in or, or a normal week like we're in right now. Quarterback Todd Centeo was efficient as ever in the victory, completing 19 of his 23 passes for 232 yards and a touchdown. What have been some of the biggest areas that your senior signal caller has improved upon now in his second year with the program? I think John Budmeyer, our quarterback coach and our coordinator, has done a fabulous job with Toddy and, and with all of our quarterbacks. I mean, he makes the throw game simple and and, and, and really does a great job so that they can learn how to get through all their progressions. And I think that's helped Toddy immensely. I also think that the offensive line has done a really good job protecting Toddy. So, you know, you get that level of trust and protection, and then, you know, he's been trained well on how to read and go through his progressions, and he's, and he's you know, he, I thought we saw the results of a guy that was much more comfortable, um, you know, back there making great decisions, and that's what it's all about. 
And alternatively, on the defensive side of the ball, San Jose State was limited to just 267 yards of total offense. What were some of the biggest contributing factors, whether it be in the game planning or in the on-field execution, that led to that stifling performance? You know, I think our defensive front has gotten better each week. And so, like, this is not a new phenomenon here. I mean, for the last three games, we've seen them really starting to rise up and stop the run and put great pressure on the quarterback. I think our linebackers are playing more consistently. And I think in the back end, we're growing and developing. You know, we we had veteran players that didn't take a snap during training camp due to injuries and then a bunch of young guys. So I think we're, you know, we're a work in progress, but we're getting better each week. And moving forward, your defense is currently ranked third in the conference in rush defense, but ninth in passing. What are some of the ways that this can be remedied as we move into the conference portion of the schedule? Well, I think it's a collection of our older guys are getting healthy and starting to get more reps to be game ready. I mean, last year we played four games. So all of a sudden we played four games, and, our, and the guys that have had some experience, they miss all of training camp. That didn't help us. Um, and now we're playing some true freshmen back there. So each week those guys are going to grow and they're going to develop, and that's what they're doing, and they're gaining confidence and getting more game reps under their belt. So I think as, the, as each week goes, I see the level of our performance and our confidence rise. And lastly, Coach, looking ahead to your upcoming matchup against New Mexico in Albuquerque, without divulging all the inside secrets, give us a brief scouting report on your next opponent in the Lobos, if you don't mind. Well, I can see that uh, Danny's really doing a great job building his program. Like us, he's just really just kind of getting into it, and you can see it, you know. And, uh, you know, they're becoming a more physical team. Uh, they play with great energy and passion. They're getting their adjusted to their schemes uh, on defense. And I, I just think that, um, you know, uh, um, I see a team emerging just like I think our team is. And that's why every week you got to have a great preparation and get ready to go. And, and, and every week's a new challenger. You're gonna, they're going to steal your lunch money. That's just the way it is. So you better be ready to play. we got to go on the road. And uh, we know we're going to be in for a, an unbelievable uh, physical contest uh, at New Mexico. Colorado State head coach Steve Adazio joins us on This Week in the Mountain West. Coach, thanks for your time, and best of luck the rest of the way out. Thank you. Appreciate it. Thanks for having me on. Don't go anywhere. We'll check in with Boise State play-by-play -play broadcaster Bob Beeler next here on the Mountain West Radio Network. This is Jay Norvell, head coach of the University of Nevada. We'll be back with more of This Week in the Mountain West right after this timeout. With unrivaled landscapes that provide a quality of life unlike any in the country, you'll find us immersed at the peak of nature's splendor through a gateway of opportunity which leads to academic and personal growth that is beyond compare. Our students learn at the peak of achievement. And as our more than 5,000 student-athletes take the field of play with unequaled passion, you'll find us performing at the peak of competition. The Mountain West is at the peak. In the Mountain West, sportsmanship meets winning with honor. But don't take our word for it. Sportsmanship is more than what goes on on the field. Good sportsmanship means being loud but being courteous. Sportsmanship is enjoying the game and being respectful of other teams' fans. And that goes for all officials, coaches, players, and mascots. Sportsmanship is making your parents and your coaches proud. It takes all of us working together to make a good game great. Sportsmanship, that's what it's all about. The Mountain West, champions in life. The next big play is just a click away on the Mountain West Network. Join me, Jesse Kurtz, for the latest insight, analysis, and live game action you won't find anywhere else. 
Catch over 1,500 events for free in HD on the only network that lets you watch any team, anytime, on any device. Go to the MW.com today and get your game on with the Mountain West Network. With 12 institutions nestled in the nation's most desirable destinations, you'll see us enjoying life at the peak of celebration. As you witness us not only win, but win the right way, you'll find us competing at the peak of integrity. As our more than 5,000 student-athletes take the field of play with unequaled passion, you'll find us performing at the peak of competition. The Mountain West is at the peak. This is Andy Avalos, head coach of the Boise State Broncos. Welcome back to This Week in the Mountain West. Entering into their Week 6 matchup against Boise State, top 10 ranked BYU had not lost a game on the season, let alone trail at any point. Both of those trends would change in a 26-17 loss after the Boise State Broncos took a 17-10 lead in the second quarter and didn't look back. We're joined on this week in the Mountain West by a man who saw every play from last Saturday, Boise State play-by-play man Bob Beeler. And Bob, would love to hear from your perspective. After a slow start to the game, what was the biggest switch that was flipped in the Boise State coaching staff, whether it be personnel or game planning in the victory? Well, I think the biggest thing was when you get four turnovers and two stops on fourth downs, that is six change of possessions. Two of them in the second half, back to back, came inside the 30 yard line. So, uh, you know, you can talk about strategy, you can talk about improved play. When you turn them over basically six times and don't give the ball back to them, that's pretty tough to overcome. And what have the Broncos been able to do to get some defensive momentum? You hear a lot about offensive momentum, but those plays, like you mentioned, really helped start some defensive momentum. What were some of the biggest contributing factors in generating that in the the stifling defensive performance? Well, I think the biggest thing was just getting multiple people to the ball. A couple of those fumbles came when there were two or three people, you know, pawing, knocking at the ball, and it came out. So I think that's probably the biggest thing when you're looking at, at how you get fumbles. Uh, interceptions, uh, you know, the defensive back just kind of has to work at it, get in front of the, uh, you know, receiver, and you get a good rush on him, and that was at the end of the game. The interception of the four turnovers was the last one that kind of sealed things with about three to three and a half minutes left to go in the game. Uh, they also were much more physical up front, and I'll, I'll say this for both offensive and defensive lines, it was the most physical they played played all season. I, I think that, uh, you know, plain and simple, they put everything together against BYU, and I think it you know, was kind of how they expected to be playing all season. Freshman cornerback Noe Caneo was tabbed as a Mountain West's Freshman of the Week after tallying five tackles and a game-sealing interception on BYU's final offensive drive. Uh, what have you seen, Bob, so far that's impressed you the most from the first-year player? Well, he really hasn't played a whole lot. Boise State was depleted at the corner. Tyreek LaBeouf and Markel Reed were both injured, did not start. Uh, Kaneo, the brother of Keikala Kaneo, who was an all-conference nickelback for Boise State, uh, no, he didn't even start the game. Caleb Biggers, the transfer from uh, Bowling Green, was at one corner. Damon Cole was at the other. Cole went out, and Kaneo comes in. So basically kind of third man up at that corner position, and he was tough. He played well, as you said, five tackles, getting the interception. So I think sometimes you know somebody just needs their chance to get out on the field and make plays happen. A couple of guys who have been out on the field now for a couple of years each. The threatening senior running back duo in Cyrus Habibi Likio and Andrew Van Buren, both of whom carried the ball 18 times in the win over BYU. How have Andy Avalos and the coaching staff been able to strike such a balance between the two backs so far this season? 
a lot of it's been by necessity of who's able to go. George Helani, who was uh, freshman of the year back in 2019, didn't play much last year to injury, has played very little. I think they wanted to use him as the as the main running back this year, but he's hardly been able to play at all. Habibi Likio went out with an injury in the second half, so what he did, he basically did through three quarters of the game, and then Van Buren kind of finished up. Van Buren was the guy last year due to injury that was the last man standing that was, you know, in eight games, rushed for nearly 400 yards, had eight touchdowns. Van Buren has been very durable. He's very good between the tackles, very good in short yardage. So I think a lot of, you know, what Boise State's been able to get out of their running game has been, you know, who's been able to go at a particular time during the game. And, you know, they've made it happen. Van Buren was the only running back at the end of the game of the three you know, that we're able to go. So uh, I think that, you know, they'd love to get Habibi Likio and Halani back for this week. Uh, Van Buren, I think, will be counted upon again to do maybe the lion's share of the work. Yeah, you mentioned this upcoming game. It's a big one as the Broncos are preparing for a highly anticipated matchup against Air Force who comes into the matchup with the top rush offense in the country to this point. How can Boise State carry the defensive momentum from their hard-fought victory last week into what they expect to be a dogfight coming up in Week 7? Well, first of all, when you're defending the option, you've got to do your job. If, if your job in the, in the front is to get the dive back, and my job is to take the pitch back, and, and, and Nate Kreckman's job is to get the, the running back that's kind of peeling behind to get the pitch, the pitch back, you can't play hero and go to a spot trying to make the tackle. You have to do what you need to do. That's first and foremost. You need to be in the position to make the tackle. Second of all, you need to be able to make one-on-one tackles. They they spread you out. So it, it, it's the idea that they're hoping that one of the things you're going to do is break down, either miss the tackle or miss the assignment, and that allows them to pop a big run. But I'm going to give you something else about trying to stop the Air Force offense. I believe your offense stops Air Force's offense. Boise State and Air Force have played nine times this season. Broncos, excuse me, this 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 history. Six of the nine have been won by Boise State. In the six that they've won, they've averaged 41 points. In the three that they've lost, Boise State has averaged 21 points. So I think a lot of trying to beat the Air Force option is when you have the the ball, you've got to do something with it. Now remember, they're trying to shorten the game. They're trying to you know make long possessions for themselves, short possessions for you. So maybe instead of 10 or 12 possessions, maybe you have eight or nine possessions in a game. You need to be able to be on point with yours. But I, I think looking back on it, it's as much as, uh, you know, in allowing them to move it and score themselves is, you know, Boise State needs to be able to move it and score themselves to keep raising the bar as far as what the Air Force offense is going to need to be. A big thank you to Boise State play-by-play broadcaster Bob Beeler. We'll preview the entire Week 7 schedule next after these words from your local station. This is Coach Todd Graham, head coach of the Rainbow Warriors. We'll be back with more of This Week in the Mountain West right after this timeout. This is Blake Anderson, head football coach of the Utah State Aggies. Welcome back to This Week in the Mountain West. And we're back with our final segment on This Week in the Mountain West, set to take a look at the Week 7 slate of action around the Mountain West Conference. One of the season's most anticipated games kicks off the week around the Mountain West Conference as two California schools from opposite ends of the state square off in San Jose. The number 24-ranked San Diego State Aztecs take their perfect 5-0 record on the road to battle against the defending conference champions in San Jose State as the Spartans are coming off of a loss and looking to remain alive in the West Division standings. 
Justin Allegri from Learfield has the radio call in a 7.30 Pacific kickoff from Northern California with television coverage on FS2 on Friday. The Saturday slate around the Mountain West kicks off at 1.30 p.m. Mountain Time at War Memorial Stadium in Laramie as the 4-2 Fresno State Bulldogs travel east to contest the 4-1 Cowboys of Wyoming, viewable on FS2. UNLV welcomes the 3-2 Utah State Aggies to brand-new billion-dollar Allegiant Stadium just south of the Las Vegas Strip. With the Rebels looking for their first win this weekend, the contest is viewable on CBS Sports Network in a 4 p.m. Pacific time kickoff. The conference schedule continues with a 5 p.m. Mountain Time kickoff in Albuquerque as the upstart Colorado State Rams travel to Dream Style Stadium in New Mexico to face the Lobos and head coach Danny Gonzalez. The 2-3 and three Rams enter the Week 7 matchup fresh off a victory over San Jose State and looking for their second consecutive win to start the middle portion of the season in conference play. 5 p.m. Mountain Time kickoff on Stadium. 5-1 Air Force enters the weekend as the top rushing offense in the country, averaging over 340 yards per game on the ground. The 3-3 three three Boise State Broncos look to slow the Falcons down on the ground in a dogfight that begins at 7 p.m. Mountain on FS1 from the Smurf Turf at Alberson Stadium. And in the late game around the Mountain West, the Hawaii Rainbow Warriors head to Reno, Nevada to take on the 4-1 Wolfpack, whose signal caller Carson Strong is hot off of his third career Mountain West Offensive Player of the Week award. John Ramey has the call for Nevada on Learfield in a 7.30 Pacific start televised on CBS Sports. That'll do it for the Week 7 edition of This Week in the Mountain West. If you missed any of the show, you can listen on SoundCloud on the Mountain West Radio Network page on the MW.com. You can also download the show as a podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, and TuneIn. And of course, follow the Mountain West on Twitter at Mountain West. I'm Matt Neverett. Enjoy your week around the Mountain West Conference. This is Craig Thompson, Commissioner of the Mountain West. We'll talk to you next week right here on This Week in the Mountain West.